You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. Hola, everybody. It's Ralph. And Thule. And today we have a special guest. Who? Uh, I've known him my entire life. Okay. But he's only known me 35 years. Who could that be? Uh, introducing. Uh, ah. <laughs> Evan Toulon, everybody. Oh AKA God. Dad. Oh my God. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> uh, the sound effects are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> only the best for you. <laughs> only the best. Ooh, I wish the dog was here. He could add a little woof woof. <laughs> but thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Here at the Toulon Center for Excellence Media Center. (laughs) Let us start off with the first one. Relationships? Yeah. Heard about them. (laughs) Wrote a song about them when I hear it. Here, go what? What about it? Yeah, like when you first started dating, because dating now is different from when you were dating. Let me tell you. this, And this is my favorite story. And I, I don't know if I've told the children this. But how I how I met their mother. <laughs> um, I've never. Heard this. this is the summer of 1981, July. And understand, I have worked every summer since 1978. I'm not one of them bum New York boys that get out of high school in the 11th grade and then just like I get five dollars, ma. <laughs> Your boy took the bus to the subway, went to work. But I was baller, too. And so I just come off a great junior season. And so I got home from work and I went to the park. This was probably a Thursday or Friday. And I saw her for the first time. You know, skinny girl, but she was a dancer. So she, you know. She had shape. She had shape. She had a little ba-boom-boom boom and a little <laughs> long skinny dancer leg. I'm like, I right. And she wore a little fro, which I dug. And so two days later, and this was a Friday. I get home and I I was really wanting to play and I was hoping I saw her and I got a I was rolling that night that day and I play actually I I was in such shape I played with no shirt then you know? so, <laughs> I'm about to start doing that again but that's another story <laughs> but um and I roll I I I knocked down a 15 foot jump shot from the left side foul I mean I remember it in detail and for the game winner. And it was one of these, boom. And out of the corner of my eye, she goes walking by. <laughs> right and on my time. Boy, Melvin Davis, who wasn't playing, but you know, he was a, he was cool, but he was a hanger on. And I, I finished the game and I go walking past him. He's like, where are you going? So I'm going to talk to her. And she went just on the other side of the court to the bench and sat down with Patricia and some other knuckleheads from their master playing crew. That was the name of their crew, Master Plan. Oh. I said I used to call them Half a Plan. <laughs> but she sits down on the bench, and I go over and I start shooting what gift I had, and I had a job and money. <laughs> I lived around the corner from the park. I was cute. I could play, and so shoot, I walked her home. She rode her bike mm-hmm. to the park. I walked her home. And she got home a little later than she was supposed to. So that was the first um, pop pop yeah. kind of gave me the 
stink eye <laughs> who this boy look. Yeah. And I'm like, why he missing two fingers? <laughs> what? Wait I, a I minute. I'll I, I see peace. It was no cell phones. I was like, <laughs> I'll get you my number next time. Bye. <laughs> <Side> <laughs> I was, I was like, <laughs> yes. my grandfather lost two fingers in the military. Oh, okay, because I even wanted up. to know. In the war. <laughs> in the war. I'm and like, then he what used happened? to use them as lethal weapons after he got, <laughs> they became nubs, and I was not the dude. I'm like, peace, skinny girl. Blah, blah. <laughs> Like what in the world? Well, I bounced, but no, I was like, she was cute, so I think she gave me a little peckety peck. <laughs> right, so that's that's so that's men. that's how we that's how we arrived at each other mm-hmm. in the summer of eighty one, and you know, <sighs> when did you arrive? July of eighty three. Right. A lot happened. Yeah, two <laughs> years. Because yeah. it was a summer of romance. Because you wonder why he's romantic. It's not her. It's me. I'm the romantic. I bought a, as you remember, I bought a Endless Love. That was the song that summer. Oh, yeah. Right. Who know? You 16. This is your first piece of whatever. You like, yeah. <laughs> I've been in what amounted to a boy's prison, a all-male <laughs> private school. So it was time. I'm sorry. Go but ahead. dating, dating then. Yeah. Very different. Courting, sending, like. Small stuff. I I bought you endless love. Yeah, yeah. I spent money on her. So how is it dating now? I don't know yet, son. I'm just out there. I tell you this though, I have a much clearer idea of what I'm doing, what I'm going to stand for, how long I'm going to stand for it, and what others should expect. I'm very clear. I'm actually almost too clear. People are like. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Who's this dude? <laughs> Who is this dude? My current, I'll use the phrase, my current play girlfriend. Yeah. She's my play girlfriend. <laughs> it is a little daunting because I'm a little older than most out here, but I'm not going to go to the retirement home to look for my dates just yet. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I tell people this is, I'm the easiest date you could have. I pay my own way. Probably will pay yours. Uh, we'll go nice places. You got a life. Go back to it. <laughs> I'll go back to mine and call me later. <laughs> That's how we rolling right now because nobody wants to be my third ex-wife and I'm not shopping for one. So, but it's exciting because it forces you to do certain things. Force me to get in shape. Yeah. Forces me to engage social media. I'm, I, I'm, I'm my, yo, my play girlfriend said, Ooh, your emoji game is getting tight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, Which one should I use for right. this one? <laughs> I, be, I be using six emojis <laughs> in one. Ooh. I'm telling stories with emojis. I'm like, Oh, oh his like game this. is tight. I'm not even I'm here. like, I got the, I got the question mark dude. <laughs> and I got, I'm the killing mark. it. Uh huh. Yeah. Word. And then I kill her. And then when we sign off with each other, I just the send fist her a fist bump. <laughs> she hit me one back. I'm like, Right. <laughs> so it's fun because you know you meet somebody who fits i have a new theory about relationships okay. people talk about soulmates yeah and i get that but i look at it a little differently i see us all as jigsaw puzzle pieces mm-hmm. and if you look at a jigsaw puzzle piece there are typically three or four other pieces other sides, that yeah. fit into you somewhere and it makes that sound when you're just like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. right 
I'm looking for my thunk. Just one. <laughs> yeah. I ain't looking for four jigsaw puzzle pieces. You brothers out there juggling three, four sisters. Well, hell, two. You bad. Hats off. Don't know how you do it. One's more than enough for me. Ryder Cup just finished. I'm a one and one and my marriage is right now. My first one's a tie. I got beautiful kids from it and great grandkids. So that's a tie, particularly after the second one. I'm like, oh, the first one was really good. Oh, <laughs> you know what, Jesus? Jesus. I'm like, yo, that's a tie. Move that from the lost column to the tie. So <laughs> I thought of that the other day when Ryder Cup was going. I said, yeah, my one and one. I need a win. <laughs> yeah. I need a win. Yeah. So, have you who knew that the the divorce without the children would be the crazy one? You know, mad relationships blow your mind. Be honest. Be honest. Be upfront from the beginning. Be transparent. Reveal. Because if you don't, it's going to get revealed at some point, and then it. It' gonna get real ugly. Real quick. Or mm-hmm. it's just gonna get real uncomfortable <laughs> you know and then they can get ugly if you choose it it could have been real clean yeah folks could have just took their cash and prizes and dipped True. but no there's differences between both marriages too obviously oh, yeah. i know both of them very well i believe your, your first marriage obviously mom had her own life <laughs> your second marriage yeah that, she was, didn't that, have was, her that life. was like yeah my life was big enough for both of us in her mind i'm right. like wait wait it's barely big enough for me right it's not. It wasn't to be shared, and she she showed a a false side that she was this, that, and the other ambitious, and, but, right? That I want to do this and that, and really, Melvin, my boy Melvin, called it early, and I should have said that girl's looking for a husband. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He called it. But listen, you make the choices you make. You live with the decisions. There weren't. There were good patches. I can't sit there and say that was a, a completely horrible marriage, but it was. It was false and that they were nice vacations that didn't have real substance to it. Right. You went, you were there, you, you're wounded in time. In real time, you feel, ugh. Okay, so I, was, I was edgy for a minute. I have a question. So It's your show. You got married young. So for the audience, how old were you when you got married? Um, I got married in 87. That made me 23. So do you look back now, do you think getting married at 23 was too early or you felt that was fine for around that time? That's a setup question. Okay. Because Ev's rule is boys, particularly black boys, should not be married before that three zero. 30 years old. My son almost made it. Almost. And look what he did. Look what happened to him. So your theory is correct. (laughs) My theory was proven correct. He's my only subject. Thank you. I win. That's it. (laughs) Bye-bye. For me, it's pretty accurate. And I use myself. I use my brother. Failure. Failure. (laughs) But you're not the only person who's been on this podcast who said that. We had another guest, a female, who said people should not. she, She doesn't think that people should not get married before 30. So it might be something to that. And listen, understand, I got married mm-hmm. at a old old person's age relative to when I became a father. I was an 18-year-old father. I just completed my freshman year, had not yet turned 19. He turned here before <laughs> I had turned 19. Right. 
I, in hindsight, it was a mini struggle. I didn't know what I was going through. I know I had my emotions were high. Right. Because I was coming off of a high. I had walked on a Division One college basketball team. And college for, was easy for me because Lawrenceville, I was prepared. Mm-hmm. I rode on the Lafayette campus like, what up? I was in a quad with three freshman geeks. I rolled in the first day of classes at five in the morning. They getting up to go to class. I'm going to bed. So I'm cutting my first week of class. <laughs> oh, God. I ain't gone. No way. <laughs> I'm learning the camp. I mean, I didn't cut off, but I was, they were looking at me like, who is this guy? I'm like, see ya. And, you know, and, and so I eased on the Lafayette campus and was feeling good because I'd been, I'd actually been on campus for eight weeks prior, prior. to the start of my freshman year. Because the coach recommended I do it. Okay, I talked yeah. to him. I wasn't one of his recruits, but he said, listen, you want to play, you should do this. And I met two of my longtime friends that summer, Gary and Kevin. So being on campus and, and, on, and campus on that high. And, 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 and I made the team. I'm traveling the country. I took my first player. Here's the story I'll tell you about the arrival of Mr. Jonathan. And my my emotional state where – Going to Stanford for their Christmas tournament, mm-hmm. and this will be the first plane ride I ever took in my life. I mean, I'm 18, mm-hmm. and we're flying from uh, Lafayette in Eastern Pennsylvania, but we're flying out of Kennedy. Okay, so we take a bus. Team takes a bus to Kennedy, and phones were still a dime to call people. So I get to Queens, and I call my girlfriend, his mama, <laughs> Paula. <laughs> And go, so hey. what's going on? Uh, I won't know anything until Friday. Uh, so it was already brewing that yo, it was we already, late. She had already said I'm late. Okay. I get to New York because there wasn't no cell phones. I'm, right. I'm yelling out the window, do you hear me? <laughs> Are you pregnant? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> there's no email. There's, there's letters and there's a phone. And there's 11 people lined up to use the phone right. at Lafayette. So I wait till we get to New York to fly out to San Francisco and call. And she says, I won't know until the end of the week. So my head is spinning. You're right. This tournament. And we're playing temp- temples in the tournament. Who else was in that tournament? Rhode Island, Stanford, us, and Temple. And we lost both games. But cool. But at the same time, there's a big piece of my head going, Oh, my God. Because what you have to understand about me, I was the responsible child. I did my chores when I was told. My brother half did them and then did them when he got punched in the ear. Yeah. My mother. <laughs> I was the responsible child. So this would be a major. A major hit. Blow yeah. to my reputation yeah. as a responsible person. I, I know that. I know that feeling. And when I got back from Stanford, she found out. She said, yeah. And then the conversation, listen, he's here. So obviously the right decision was made. But I can't sit here and say there wasn't a discussion about right, what, yeah. what happened. That'd be just, right. I'd be lying to him. But I told her it was her decision because I'm a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. I told her one thing. I ain't dropping out. There that was go. all. That yeah. was the only deal. Yeah. Because my brother had. Had his deal and Mm -hmm. hadn't been back. And I ain't, I said, I ain't doing that to them twice. Yeah. I'm not that guy. So I got my responsible badge. And, you know, she, you know, she was like, okay. And 
Then it was the summer of love. So I have a question. Uh, yeah. So when you were on the way to the tournament, and you know you do have your close friends, did you tell anybody? Like, did you confide in anybody? Uh, like, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. I don't think I did. We took an ounce of weed. Oh God! On the plane. So it was a really strange week, but that's how I stayed somewhat centered. Because uh, I wasn't all like I was playing. I'm on the bench. That's I think crazy. I might like got a minute of burn right. in a blowout. So, I do have ten career Division One points. Holla at your boy. <laughs> how many you got? <laughs> so what did your parents say when you finally? Oh, do- oh check, well, check it out. 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 Check how it out. did you tell them? Because oh, oh, because you know your boy had a strategy. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Jonathan. It was just the execution of it. That was worrisome. Okay. So, listen. That's why I learned the strategy. (laughs) You want to know where I got it from? Here you go. So, I knew when I knew I had one more. We had a Christmas tournament uh, at University of Connecticut, Mm -hmm. which was kind of a driving distance tournament. And I was going home for the holidays from UConn. My father was coming to the tournament drive me home because my parents were going through their stuff they were never together it'd been Mm -hmm. years since they were together and stuff unless it was ooh graduation and then yeah but that's a whole nother show i'll come and just do one for them (laughs) because what he's dealt with i dealt with but i dealt with it in silence are you in a car with poppy going back to new york we yeah but i don't tell him i'm just strategizing we're talking about the tournament we lost again we were seven and twenty-one that year. We had fourteen games. We lost by four points. So you're just playing it cool. We were excellent. I was just chilling. I was like, I mean, it was a death knell because you know I was a responsible kid, a patient kid, but there was a level of worry kid in me. I yeah. worried about stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and and not just on impact on me how I impact others. Right. So I, my decision was New Year's morning, I was going to tell them. Okay. <laughs> which was not far off. You right. know? Yeah. It was not far off. And so New Year's morning, I can remember how slowly I walked down. <laughs> the, the, what what the then mile. seemed like a lot of steps, but now I could just jump from the top to the bottom. <laughs> given the number of steps I walk in this house. So, it, it, But it was, oh, my God. It seemed like you're doing oh, 50 steps. Because they were like, both at the kitchen table. Oh, And it Lord wasn't like goodness. I set it up. God was like, well, you said you was going to do, do it. it. Yeah. Here they be. <laughs> I'm like. The one moment and they so, together. And, you know, in this tight, Walls going down. This is staircase. <laughs> yeah. You look at it now, like I actually fit down that staircase, and I just slow walk it to the bottom, <laughs> and I get over and I good morning, and I just walk over to the table, and I was quick with it, <laughs> and I said, "Boom, um, here you go." <laughs> yeah, I had to tell y'all something. Paula's pregnant. I just, I just leaned right in. And just kept my chin there <laughs> right. to see who was going to hit me first. Was it going to be same time, same time? Was it going to be, did I get Bronx cut? You know, my mother might just take a knife out and go, wow. <laughs> because I have a theory. My brother had already had a little incident. Oh, They don't talk to the youngest. Yeah, no. Right, right. Mm. But I got 
Ellery Queen investigative services type <laughs> skills at that age. <laughs> had, a, had, a, had one of them Sherlock Holmes two way hats <laughs> and a pipe. You just knew it. Boy, we're bad. He saw everything. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, why is that woman and her daughter in the, the living house. room with my mother and my brother? And I'm like, where's my father? <laughs> <laughs> why are you not here? Yeah. But that was just because they were sitting like there was a Japanese restaurant. Bow each other. I'm like, okay. that's peculiar. <laughs> then I went out and played. So, But that memory sticks in my head. Something was funny because yeah. I didn't know that girl. That's some stuff my brother would do. <laughs> we don't know her. Why was you messing with her? So I think, but I don't know. But I told him, and it was silence from my father. <laughs> but you could feel the frost come up off of him. So he looked at me, and he always, he did gave you the rational logic when my mother caught me smoking reefer because she smelled it on my coat because we went to play in 28-degree weather in New York. We played indoors, but it was cold. So we smoke in our heavy coats in the car, in mm. all up in your clothes, in your yeah. hair, mm-hmm. go play, smoke some more coming back. Mm-hmm. I walked in the door, and she did her. Mm-hmm. You been smoking? <laughs> and that was on. That was his own deal. Yeah. But when I did, he came, and she told him, and he said, I thought you were an athlete. That was the angle he took. Yeah. There you go. That's cold. So what did your mom say? Yeah, what did, yeah, that's. I don't, you know, that's the kind of stuff that just became a white noise. Once it, <laughs> once I got it out of my mouth, you like, could whatever. say whatever. <laughs> I think somebody punctured my eardrum, and I never. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, my brother was the maddest. Really, Why? Yeah, my brother's always protective. You look at my brother, he didn't like none of the girls, none of the people. I mean, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends, but he ain't like my wives. He, True. He's salty. True. He barely likes my friends. I'm like, you know. And it's not that he doesn't like them, but he's protective of me without people really recognizing it. Yeah. And so, but he, he didn't, it was just what it was. He wasn't in no space to be judging nobody <laughs> yeah. at that time. And and so we went and saw Nana and Pop-Pop and had the, you know, meetings of the two families and pop up looked at me like I was dead man walking and I was like I didn't do this by what myself. What happened to them fingers again? <laughs> 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 you know, it was just it was crazy. But all I say is thirty five years later, we did good. <laughs> I would agree. So for me, I I had to grow up fast. I'm sorry, I had to grow up fast. Not that I did, but certain things. Because again, I'm responsible. Yeah. And I was one of those people. I, marriage was. I, listen, I, there were a lot of things I loved about Paula, but our love was a fast lit yeah. candle because it was our both of our sexual awakenings. Because mm-hmm. we was animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. So y'all they, asked me to be on this show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for everybody else, it's cool. For me, it's TMI. <laughs> I, so it's kind of like lust had to grow into love. Right. You don't know, as a boy, you don't really know the difference. Right, because exactly. Because you're at a point, for me, because I'd been away, I'd only had one sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. And poor Michelle, if I ever see again, I'll apologize. Because I, I can't, I, as I think back, I'm like... <laughs> I don't even remember what happened other than Michelle 
there's some handbook. I got to do this. I was 14, 15. I was like, time to check off. You're, you and I, we're friends. You're cute. She was another skinny, nice little butt girl. And can we just get this done? I got a game. It was, it was one of those. Michelle would probably tell you that. He was so bad. You know, it's over here. No, it's over. Yeah. Oh my god! My fifth grade year. He's I was like, the we best gotta year speed this up. I gotta go to a game. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, it wasn't speed up. But when I didn't speed up, it was like, oh, oh, bah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I nobody had to talk with me. I learned my stuff through Penthouse Forum, oh. Playboy, and then when it was live, I was still guessing. I'm like, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> what is a belly button? Okay, what? Oh. <laughs> you know, it was. Oh. It was not a good deal. And so it was another year plus the next summer when Paul and I meet. Mm-hmm. But it was time. Yes. Boy came home. I'm telling you, I had a dope junior year. I came home. I'm going to be a senior. You flex it from your junior to senior year. And that was part of the flex. I was like, yo. We, that, you figured it that's out? That's where we were. <laughs> yeah, I ain't. Hey, listen. You figured it out. <laughs> That's what I, it's kind of like A what plus. I say about organized crime. You don't have crime, it ought to be organized, right? <laughs> you don't have sex, it ought to be good. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. So. It's actually exercise too, people. If you do it right, you really get your abs going. Well, yeah. Yeah, get that sweat on. <laughs> yeah. Lift those hips. <laughs> <laughs> Pilates is good. It's all core, Duke. Oh, oh okay. All right, baby, we'll an, there'll be another show when I come back. Oh. And I'm a sex therapist. Y'all ain't know. So, through the whole what? transition of Jonathan. Am I giving y'all what y'all wanted? Yeah. Is this the stuff y'all need? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we I, got, I got more. I got more stuff. Well, we going. So, <laughs> huh? so we, we're going through the transition of Jonathan getting, getting here. What transition? Pregnancy before he's here. Yeah, before so he's here. So this is I told the parents. Yep. We it, meet with the cells. Yes. And so game plan. Paul's going to stay there. Mm-hmm. She wasn't supposed to drop out of school. Oh, that was her because she wanted. She was a mother was tougher. A mother Nana was the maddest of everybody. Oh, absolutely, she was the maddest of. So everybody. did she want her to to drop out of school or she didn't want to drop out, but she didn't make it easy on her. She was, you know, you. Paula was used to fine things because of Nana. Oh, so she cut her cut her off. Kinda. And she started putting money away for Toofus baby. Yeah. She was gonna take care of her grandchild. I mean, it yeah. was it became joy for her, but it was she never stopped loving me, but I think from that point she looked at me a little bit differently. I don't know that she trusted me as much as she wanted to. I think it changed over time once yeah. he got here, et cetera, and we got married. But there was a tough off. window. Yeah. Because again, they knew this kid's responsible. Yeah. He come he go to work, come here. I went I went to work, went home, changed, went to her house. Right. That whole summer when we first met. And then the next summer, she like this. Yeah. Right? No. The next summer is between my Senior and freshman years. So right. we're good. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. that was a summer of heated up and then, but then I'm gone. Right. right. She's going to pace. And you know, who knows, but we went to college as boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Would that have lasted? I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I Had doubt it. Had she not too. been pregnant? Yeah, I doubt, I, I doubt that would have. I doubt it. Yeah. But it, it, she got pregnant and we did what we did. 
So when did you, with Jonathan here, you still, I'm guessing you, you're working while you're in school. Yeah, I mean, I'm refereeing. It's not like there's a, a, you know, a lot of jobs on right. the hill at Easton. But my father gave money monthly okay. to Paula. Okay. Because um, that's what he does. And I gave her money. And in the summers, I mean, I bought all the diapers. I mean, everything I had that he went needed, to, yeah. I, I took care of his stuff in the summer. Yeah. And then between her staying at the Sills. Then your parents and, and yeah. And, you know, stuff wasn't that expensive. She, she didn't have expensive hobbies. She yeah. was 18 years old. Where's right. she going? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, can't get in no clubs. <laughs> so when when did you, when did the, the light switch on for you? Where were you, the mindset you were in when you like, okay, boom, now I'm going to marry her? Oh, or, that's down the road. We don't get married until 87. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't get married before I got out of school. Right, number of one. Course. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then, as I senior year in college comes getting close to an end, I'm like, oh, "What am I going to do?" And, and I had in part of my brain entertained law school, grad school, but I didn't do anything to get to either one. I didn't take LSATs or GMATs. I didn't apply anywhere. But in my brain, that's what I was saying. But my my so my heart was saying <laughs> that my brain was going. You gonna need to get a job, player. Yeah, got baby. <laughs> he getting big too. He liked to eat, but it was time to get a job. So I actually got a job, a good job, before I graduated. Companies used to come and interview on campus Mm -hmm. as their first interview, not just a screen. It was a cracking interview. I got jacked up by a couple people talking about I'm a people person. Potential lady (laughs) reached over the table and smacked me over the head. So that's a platitude. I'm like... What's a platitude? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you go to Lafayette? <laughs> I'm like, I missed that class. What's a platitude? Well, you know, it's a, a general statement with no substance behind mm-hmm. it. Right. And so I've remembered that forever. But I, Armstrong, uh, I interviewed with them. I actually almost didn't. I went to, I was struggling in accounting my last semester. And my accounting professor, I got like 88 the first test. So I'm like, ah, I'm cruising. Yeah. That's it. I got like a 44. Okay. And then, like a, and then, like, then they're like a 26. <laughs> and so he called me in. He was like, Mr. Toulon. It's getting worse and Mr. worse. Mr. Toulon, do you realize that you might not graduate if you fail my class? <laughs> do you think your father's going to be happy about that? I said, no, he's not going to be happy at all. I already got three-year-olds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, this would be compound pain. Yes. So what can we do, prof? <laughs> So, you know, I get my stuff together. I'm making a, I'm getting C minus work done. Mm-hmm. But I took a test uh, the day I had an Armstrong interview. And I didn't do well on the test, at least in my mind. I'm like, I ain't going to that interview. I ain't in the mood. But my boy Gary, he, uh, he calls me and says, hey, uh, I just had the Armstrong interview. I'm like, yeah, I ain't going. He said, no, you need to go. Like, Why? He said, it's a brother. I'm like, where? All right, I signed up. I don't want to bad name myself. So I get my suit on and go. Mm-hmm. And I'm in such a I don't give a damn mood. I turned it out. Blaine Brown was the re- recruiter. You can say both his names. <laughs> but he was all right, dude. It was a good first interview. The day, last day of classes. And, you know, I probably had half a class a day. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of stuff to drink. I was lit. We were lit. I get a phone call. Three o'clock. It's 
Armstrong want me to fly to Harrisburg mm-hmm. uh, and then take a car to Lancaster there, pick me up for full day interviews the next day. I ain't had no money. I think I still owe my roommate Kevin Wynn money because he used to hold an index card like the bank. That could be a big check. No, I paid him off when we were done, but I borrowed. He put a flight on his credit card. I had my suit, luckily, because I'd been interviewing, so my I was suit ready. I was, boom, on a plane and in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that night, 11 o'clock, ready for interviews the next morning. At Armstrong. Where you staying? It's Radisson, whatever. Oh, they okay. They, yeah, okay. They, they put you They up. didn't fly you out, but they put, put you, you up. up. Yeah, because how were they getting me tickets the next yeah. day? This, there was no electronic nothing. That I is guess true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know. I got there. Maybe Kevin was something. He took me to the airport. He had a car. He was. He had everything. He had money, he had a car, <laughs> and he, you know. He was Jonathan Kevin in college. Had, he ended up with three degrees. <laughs> He had an engineering degree from Lafayette, uh, <laughs> law degree from Maryland, and uh master's in tax from Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. I don't know. Boy, bad. He bad. He, but we got it done. But I was there that night like this, like, oh, where am I? What am I doing? Who are them people in the buggies? Because I was in Amish country. And I remember we went there because we went there as kids. That's where we vacationed. We went to Pennsylvania Dutch country. But I'm like. Okay. And I, again, I was in such a I don't care kind of mode. I wasn't sure sales was what I wanted, but that's what you went to when you had no tangible skill set coming off campus mm-hmm. and being able to effectively communicate was your skill. And so I'm like, I I was interviewing with uh, Deck. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was a digital. Right, that was digital was kind of IBM's rival, and uh, they were in Philly. And Armstrong, I did the full day, and then like, oh, shoot! Because last day of classes, I went up there. Then maybe a week later, right before graduation, I got a call from them saying, I "Want to hire you? Come to training." Two weeks after I graduated, mm-hmm. I would go to Lancaster trained for two months and then that would ultimately send me to south florida but i said i had to get a job yeah a responsible boy went and got a job a good job i made in 1986 i made 24 880 a year with a company car oh benny's Benny's uh, yeah i had a ford Taurus, one of the first tourists he did it was taupe it was dope I didn't know how to take care of a car. I never had one. I blew that engine out, and oh, I didn't God. really know what was happening. <laughs> why, why the car ain't really driving well? And then it, the engine just kind of fell out, ass fell right out. And I said, yo, something wrong with y'all car. <laughs> it wasn't until years later I was like, oh, I didn't change the oil ever. Oh, that's what that was. Oh, glad. And it was like, you lucky they ain't charge you. I'm like, you right. I guess my lie was so believable. <laughs> Nice ass, nice ass Taurus. Just engine fell right out. Went, okay, okay. Look, oh, I hope right. they can't come back and sue me. So Try to get at say we heard you got money now. That was that was almost the N word was almost due for that one. That was some fun stuff back then. 
South Florida was crazy, man. So wait, so me and my boy Al. How long was it until my and myself moved to Florida? Oh, a God. year, because we got married in September of '87. I went to South Florida in the end of August '86. Oh, okay. and so for the next year, me and Al Cook set South Florida ablaze. <laughs> it was bad. It was Miami Vice. <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> we, you know, there's two cats from the Northeast. and we Our backgrounds were so similar. We both went to prep schools. We both went to Northeastern, good universities. Had similar, he was an eco, economics major. He was not the athlete I was. That's how we met on Fort Lauderdale Beach because I was still a baller. Mm-hmm. Even though I had not played competitively since I left the team. You know, that's another story because I didn't play competitively again much longer after he was born. But mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing to do with him. But on the beach, Al and I played. We didn't know each other, and he ended up guarding me. And he was, you know, big, muscular dude. I'm in shape, but I ain't no muscle. Yeah. I beat that boy <laughs> like he stole something. I crossed him up. His ankle still hurt. His ankle still hurt Jesus. from getting crossed up. So he had to come give dap. After that, and we've been friends for 32 years. All right, so how was it that year being so far from New York? Because it's, it's a lot further than where you were. I had gone from New York to New Jersey, New Jersey to Pennsylvania. I just kept going further, further and further, further away and kept getting better at it. Adapting became a skill set, which I hope is one of yours. Because that's what happens when you move. You learn to adapt <laughs> Yeah, you yes. die. Or you become a miserable kid with, you know, issues. Right. You'd be on so the cover of the wrong magazine. Being far away from them. I mean, it was a challenge. But listen, I just graduated from college, y'all. Yeah. I'm a young man, not 30. Right. Closer to 20. Yeah. You think I had an oat or two I needed to sew and not have a little three-year-old all up under me? Could I get a year to myself? I didn't get a chance to go backpacking through Europe. So I went backpacking through South Florida with my boy. South Beach, not a bad place And woo. I think it's still woo. Because I got predilections. Oh. I listen, you experience what you experience. Your life is a collection of experiences. Yeah. You choose them carefully or not, mm-hmm. but you choose and you hopefully you accept them for what they are. And South Florida for that year was, I'm glad I got a chance to do it. It was a little bit on the, you know, I'm engaged up but we never really had a formal and real engagement i had no ring that sounds familiar. when i finally did i went to zales i, I think i still owe zales I, said, I think that sounds familiar i still owe zales money yeah whatever but you know and you know so you but, got me in the end it's okay yeah we no, had no, I was we that had our little had moment informal, you know yeah. i was sloppy she caught me <laughs> being sloppy it was an ebony magazine with the person's name. I lived the same. Label. I lived this same life the first time. Yeah, clearly. But you, but you know what? She a snoop too. This is she a straight snoop. <laughs> she know it. She be all uh, yo. Don't put your stuff out there and think. Oh, she ain't gonna. She gonna look yeah. right in it. 
<laughs> Leave notes in the margin. <laughs> what this about? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, so, Jonathan Toulon has no control over what Evan Toulon says. <laughs> right. Is <laughs> it not reflect ideas of the station or its ownership? Oh, God. Hey, hey, I, I, I'll meet you in the alley. You know. We got score to settle. You can speak on it, girl. Speak on it. So wait, wait. So let's what? Now we fast. Let's fast forward a year, and now we're moving. Which year? The year to to where everybody came to Florida. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Uh, So we're already married when y'all come to Florida. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 When they finally come, we just got married. I go in in September. I take it. I land in Kennedy, and this big pimple. Pops up on my nose. Like I land, I hit the tarmac and, and it went boom. I actually had to use makeup to try to hide and shadow its thing. And you can still see the scar. <laughs> Smart person would have said, that's a sign. Get back on the plane. Go dip. <laughs> you know, so he's still your son. But you ain't got to marry the woman. Yeah. Best thing I ever heard of a wedding. What? It's not too late. Don't do it. Don't do it. No one said that. Damn, no one said that at my wedding. No, I'm just saying I've heard it before. No, I'm saying no one said that at my wedding. I didn't even get it. Nobody even threw the brother. Nobody even floated the buoy. They didn't even float the buoy for a brother. I mean, somebody just go. Are you sure? Nobody even said that. So, wait. so your parents didn't say like no. Nobody. That's did. weird. Okay. Was it because it's, it's, these are Catholic people? Well, yeah. Never mind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were just done with me. Like, just take them and go. <laughs> I don't know. I say no to I that. I mean, it, but... listen. None of it was. It, I'm not suggesting anything was bad. It was just. It, it it wasn't a thought a well thought out plan. I, you were here already. So part of. The plan was already thought out because I wasn't a cat in 1986, 7, or whenever who wasn't going to live with his child. Okay? There was too much of that single parent nonsense, black men ain't responsible, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Yeah. big factor in my decision. It wasn't all about love. It was love for him and being able to do whatever I could Mentor wise, remember, I'm still raising myself. Yeah. And I've been kind of raising myself since I went to prep school. Not blame my parents did a fine job, but they also believed in opportunity and go handle yeah. it, Cletus, handle it, handle it. Yeah. Go figure it out. I got a chance to figure it out. You make mistakes, figuring it out. Yeah. I didn't make big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, just- I made I made life mistakes that are uh, turned into just brilliance yeah i mean i'm brilliant when i don't even know it there you go you know i'm just that good <laughs> this is literally like my first marriage like this it is scenario. this whole thing is your first I got it marriage right the second time thank god but the first when one i tell you terrible. you sometimes children fall don't, into make, the me, of their don't make me but he his oh, own gosh. fault because i talked to my child he yeah, did. He did. I talked. He did. my father still ain't said nothing about paula being pregnant <laughs> He still ain't still oh, date. I'm not sure he know. <laughs> Christmas, you'd be like, you know what? We never talked about oh, Jonathan. My, I told my father, I think he went to church. I think he got up and went to church. <laughs> Just, I'm going to pray about it. I don't know what he did. I got to go pray about it. I got to pray about it. He did talk to me about it. Both him and my mother. I asked about it. They before I got off like, the phone. Hey, look, it's okay if you don't do it. I said, I said, no, I said. And how and what is the what is the impact of the relationship? 
what an impact on you know and he, and he was like oh we ain't getting married i'm like oh good that's what i wanted to hear lie lie pants on fire they ain't get married then, under you know. the dark at night <laughs> i hear about him getting my son married what i ain't get an invite you sneak off he ain't get no gift. but he did too i sent them to the waldorf oh gosh yeah, and to save that, that one word <laughs> use that for where it counted <laughs> Ralphie, oh, you good trip. <laughs> that shit was amazing. I'll go to the same place. <laughs> I was, you know, I was trying you know to, I, I, Rob, repeat, I was trying to save I'll something that I didn't that know one. wasn't saveable. I said, I'd have saved my money if y'all had just told me this thing was done. But yeah. I was trying to be nice. I forgot about it. Okay, so. All right, he wouldn't get out. We go back to the story. No, I'm just trying to keep us on track. Keep on track. Now you're married, and now your wife and your son. And now he's a family man. Right. Live yeah. with you in Florida. How much has, I mean, your life changes completely from. Again. I'm the South Beach guy. Not either, because I really wasn't running South Beach. I wasn't, I wasn't running chicks or none of that. You just had the one. Yeah, I had that one little dalliance, you know. She was a nice girl. I mean, listen, I had to go into Lawrenceville. Come on, y'all. I was in South Florida. Yeah. But I wasn't, I wasn't. Trying to do it to rub any in the face, et cetera. I'm like, you know, I'm about to get married. And I was like. You know, but it didn't really change. I liked a lot of it. I liked them there. Mm-hmm. It was cool, like coming home to people. Yeah. And the first year was good because, you know, your mom's had the same predilections as me. <laughs> yes. So we got so long like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Y'all? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. All right. And, you know, but then life happens and, you know, she's still the girl of fine expensive taste and i wasn't making fine expensive taste money yeah and you know it wasn't blatant but you know you could feel it a sense of i wasn't delivering to her expectations yeah and then you know money started becoming a problem one because there wasn't enough of it for all that we wanted to do and it wasn't like we would very frivolous we were just frivolous enough (laughs) to and and I ain't gonna say it, but of the two of us, I didn't own frivolity. <laughs> I own responsibility. All <laughs> the things that are supposed to get paid always got paid unless I gave the money to the wrong party Person. for payment. When I paid it, stuff got paid. I came home, the phones off, <laughs> lights off. Shit. I left them in New York because I had to go back to work. They yeah. were there for Christmas. I came home and hell, there wasn't no phone on and no lights. I had to go to the pay phone to call about the phone and the lights. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Still waiting wait? for an answer. <laughs> still waiting for an answer. It was just uh, uh, uh. I tell you, you know, it was uh, it was a bunch of hot mess and nonsense and. That started a spiral of bad decisions and a repossession. That's the funniest story. Uh, you don't want to hear that story? A, no, no, no. You don't want to hear car? that one? Yeah. Oh, Lord. It's, it's, not, it's not good. I don't know if I can take another car story. <laughs> it's bad. It's, that, bad. it's where he got it That first one took me out. It's where he got it. It's yeah. where the behavior is done. Oh, no, I know. I know. It ain't me. It ain't oh, I already me. told everybody. It ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. Yeah, I got my my, my credit score almost ain't on it. <laughs> he he actually told me uh, himself. I was about like day one. I mean, it was early in the game. I'm bad with money. What he well, no, he says 
uh, he said, you know, my mom, she likes, you know, shoes and nice things or whatever. And she's, she's not really good with money. And I get the same habit from her. And they, yeah. <laughs> he does. He he likes shoes. <laughs> but you, but you, 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 you would test that to him. Oh, he in trouble. He in trouble. Okay, look. I just call it the finer things in life. Well, yeah. So you know, it was cool, and then it was a challenge, and you know, financial struggles are one of the worst. Yeah. Uh, impacting a marriage. Yes, number and one. We weren't disciplined like y'all are in fixing it. We didn't. We weren't transparent and open. Mm. With each other, we didn't have a plan, and then Brooke showed up. Well, actually, I I went out of work first because that didn't help. I was only out of work for six eight weeks, but I was going to I was leaving Armstrong because it wasn't sure it wasn't the sales job I wanted, and I wasn't sure sales is what I wanted, but I needed a different sales job to figure that out. Right. And lo and behold, I actually was going to go to work for Pitney Bowes. But the Friday before I was going to start, uh, the guy that hired me got fired. And I was like, yeah. And so I bailed. And yeah. I didn't show up Monday. But that meant I had no job. Right. And so it took me another two months to get the Reynolds job. Okay. Okay. But, you know, they just put a little strain on it. Got a f- yeah. little further behind. But And then there was a strain because I took an actual pay cut to take the Reynolds job. Not a huge one. And then Brookie showed up. And so there was a bit more joy with that whole deal. Mm-hmm. And then when she showed up, money just got tighter because, yeah, I got, I'm got i getting better on the job, but the money ain't growing exponentially. And right. Paula wasn't working because she was pregnant. At a certain point, she had to stop working. Mm-hmm. Right. So money got strained a bit more. And then after she had Brooke, you know, she now has two children. She is that point. 24. Wow. We... 25, excuse me, Brooks, 89, yeah, 25. <laughs> no, she doesn't turn 25 till the next month. So yeah. she's actually 24 yeah. before when Brooke arrives. We both are because she's three days older than me. Always will be. She cradle robbed a brother. <laughs> she did. She'd gone to jail. My mother, because my mother wasn't a big Paula fan at first. She loves her now, but she was like, a little fast girl. <laughs> <laughs> a little fast girl. And then I come home with the little fast girl's baby. It's, oh, it's just reinforced. <laughs> hey, look. The mother's intuition. Right. Oh, yeah, well, you my mother ain't been wrong yet. I'm, <laughs> sick, of I'm just sick of her. And all of that rightness. Right. And all of that correctness. Don't all tell your, me nothing. It's not even political. It's just correctness. <laughs> oh. I can't help it. But that's... And so... Paula's got it. She's edgy. Because the money's right. Right. Because yeah. now she wants things better. Yeah. Quicker, faster. And you trying. And you ain't going, oh, I'm doing my job, but, you know, it's I'm new. Right. I joined the company November 88. Brooke comes in August of 89. Yeah. I ain't even done a year with the company yet. Right. Yeah. I can't, I can't get promoted that quick. I mean, I get promoted quick. But she leaves me before that. So she leaves you because you didn't? She leaves me because she ain't happy. She always okay. wanted to go back to New York when she got to Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Oh, That's okay. first things first. Mm-hmm. One thing about her, she always wanted to go back to the place she left last. We move because I eventually get promoted to Raleigh. And we had just gotten back together after the first separation, which was just about a year. You know, it's crazy to watch half your stuff and your two children 
pack up and move 2.7 miles down the road. To another man's house. Right, Ooh, right. Man. Which you never, in your own mind, acknowledge. Because you don't want to acknowledge it. Oh, okay. It's your right. mother's now boyfriend, I guess. Right. And and I never question them about it. Because yeah. I don't, I, I, a part don't of me doesn't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Because once it becomes real, I got choices to make. Right, right. Who's dying? Yeah, yeah. Who's crying, right? Yeah. All of that. And so I don't deal with it. I deal with them. Okay. She gets up. She gets paid her child support every week in cash. Okay. Never. I've never ever missed a payment in any form or fashion. In any. And this type is the agreement, agreement that y'all made just with each this other. This is what we made. Is how much I'm gonna pay you. Okay. Right. Because again, she was. She was. She left. Right. So she was empowered, emboldened. Yeah. You know, and you know, brother was on his knees for a few. I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy. You know, so I still got to work, though. I still got to do all I'm supposed to do. And it was a long, I lost a lot of weight. That was the first time yeah. that happened. I mean, I got skinny quick because I didn't Stress, know what, yeah. I thought I was something wrong with me. I thought it was, ooh, I got to stop smoking menthol cigarettes. <laughs> but it ain't supposed to be <laughs> Make a you diuretic. Drop like anyway, <laughs> it's supposed to be a probiotic. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? I had a colonoscopy at 25. <laughs> They would. They had my colon on TV, and you had to drink that whole gallon of stuff. And I'm due for one. I still. And this is one I need. And I'm. I'm a senior citizen now. But that was bad. That was. That was. Bro, bro was. I was in a bad place, man. Living by myself. I ain't even had a dog then. Oh my so god. So she dipped. We tried to mediate. Nonsense. She was fronting. She was playing me. And so, you know, I mean, listen, there was a part of her that liked seeing me, you know, yeah, chump, vulnerable. chump yeah. and punk. Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerable, absolutely. And, you know, whatever her expectations were, whether I was supposed to come crawling back mm-hmm. and beg her back, that wouldn't happen. Because nope. I wasn't sure I wanted her back. Right. I wanted them back. This concludes part one of our episode. This episode will be in three parts, so we will see you next week in the trenches for part two. Until next time, see you tomorrow.